0: Yeah, yeah. Um Cool. What are we talking about?
1: Oh, oh yeah. We gotta start the show. Yeah. What up, fool? Yeah, yeah.
0: What up, fold? Welcome to the latest episode of Among Wolves, and uh, we're glad that you guys can join us today. Today, we're going to talk about uh, reopening the economy. <laughs> I know we're not we're not a political podcast, but this one happens to uh, touch the church in uh, in a very unique way, and we're gonna have some fun with uh, talking about that and and complaining about it a little bit, and kind of offering some problems and solutions and all kinds of stuff. So uh, enjoy, guys, and we will see you hopefully in person and at some point uh, sometime soon god bless bye so
1: what yeah. are you drinking
0: i am drinking um a beer it's a it's a belgian triple style so it's a victory a golden monkey i don't know oh, if you've wow. ever had this it was I was one of had those a
1: golden monkey before Please. yeah i i golden haven't monkey, it's pretty good is golden monkey the brand or the beer
0: golden monkey is the beer the brand is the victory Oh, then
1: thing. I have had that. Then I had to have had that at a, the beer
0: fest or something. I I think I I think I did too. Um, I found it in uh, one of those build your own six pack things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I don't usually find you know Belgians much less a triple in in one of those. I'm like I'm gonna pick this up, and so um, it's pretty good. It's got this weird uh, spice at the end of it. It's it's very light for a triple. I was expecting something much much heavier than this. Mm. But, and it's got that, it's got a weird spice at the end of it Um, Feels Christmassy Yeah (laughs) What are you drinking?
1: I am drinking Genesee Cream Ale Pride of Rochester
0: I don't even know what that is
1: (sighs) There's a a brewery out in Rochester, New York (sighs) It's called, um, Genesee you know, it's been around forever. Here, eighteen seventy six, I think. Wow, seventy eight. I don't know the small print, low light. Um, and uh, they have one of their beers is a cream ale. And I first had this guy early two thousands working at Trader Joe's, and we would get it here in Vegas. Uh, southern wine and spirits or something had them and they, you know, some of the six pack bottles and some of the guys I worked with, you know, we started drinking these. And what's funny about it is <laughs> there is one time we were together and this guy, Jeff, he came over to my friend Ross that, and that we were at Ross's house and we we're drinking them and he's took them one and he's like, Hey, you got a bottle opener? And then I went because it was a twist off <laughs> and. He goes, "Oh man, these are twist offs." I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Oh, I bought a case of this last weekend, and I've been twisting every one of those things or bottle opening every one of those things off."
0: Yeah, yeah. I just bottle open all of them. I don't even. I don't even check. Don't even yeah, know. like a bartender. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was the thing. So I thought that was funny. But then um, I remember when I moved to California, I didn't see him. We didn't have them at our Trader Joe's or I've never seen them. So when I come back and visit my folks, I would buy a six pack or something and drink you while I was in town. And then I never saw me in for years. And then I found out that they're from Rochester. So Lisa's like, uh, yeah, it's like, this is like the standard, standard Budweiser's of Rochester. Cause it's the local beer.
0: That's you know, cool. everybody
1: has this. It's what, you know, it's, you know, it's like PBR to them. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, but I love it. So, so I'd get it all the time in Rochester when I would go over to visit. And then I found out that there was a liquor store out here who sold them, but it was only in Tallboy cans.
0: Yeah, the can would look pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. It, oh, yeah, this is a new new logo they have, too. They used to have yeah. a different logo. And we have a magnet on, on our fridge if you ever come back to our house.
0: <laughs> if I'm ever allowed back in your house.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you can see that one, but... You know, so when I found out they had them, so I would buy them periodically. And then there were other, you know, places in town, but you can only buy them in Tallboys. You can't buy the bottles. You can't buy the can- the short cans. You know, so. And then they disappeared and I couldn't find them anywhere. And then I went to the liquor store that was by my old house. And there they were. So I bought four of them. Nice. So I'll have to buy some more now because it's my last can. Yes,
0: yes. You're going to like the... Uh, um the intro on that Superman episode, it's uh, oh, yeah. it's 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 pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, are we are we timey Wyman. This is gonna come out before Superman. Right?
0: This is probably gonna come out before Superman. So this might be timey Wyman. I'll tell those the folks at
1: home.
0: <laughs> those folks at home, whenever you get excited, there's a Superman episode coming. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. so did you read all of Sisolak's? Um, uh, Sisolak is the governor of the state of Nevada. For those people who are interested, uh, did you read all of um? Ciclax uh little update for the covid thing.
1: If I said yes, would you believe me? Uh,
0: I would have if you said it faster than, than that and you didn't have that comment at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the big the big deal is um is that uh the last thing that he talks about for this is phase 2 of our reopening is um uh, faith-based gatherings have been uh have been Open or have are becoming opened. So places of worship may reopen their doors with for gatherings with a minimum. Or I'm sorry, with a maximum of 50 people attending a service at a time and strict social distancing of at least six feet.
1: Oh, yeah. I talked about that today because it says like indoor faith gatherings. Right. And I said, 50, you mean 50%, right? And Lori at work, she's like, no, it's just 50 people. 50 people and i'm like that's stupid that's a catch all yep you know because it doesn't make sense because if you're at non denominational protestant church here in town that can fit 4 billion people in their building right you know you, it, <laughs> lori said yeah they probably they have like 50 people on stage
0: yeah you exactly. know let
1: alone the 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 congregation right so versus you know something like that or what do we hold at our parish? Nine hundred, or
0: uh, we all in inside in, in the building I mean, inside the inside the hall holds twelve hundred actually. Oh, okay. So we can hold twelve hundred in there, but we we're apparently only going to hold fifty.
1: Well, that's so. the point. If we have twelve hundred in <laughs> a place like Central Christian holds what three thousand or five thousand or two thousand one thousand probably no. probably two thousand. Yeah, at least so. Yeah, think of it something like that. But then you have those strip mall parish or churches. Right. Now that makes sense. Maybe right. that's 50s what they is a max.
0: Right, like Mesquite, for example, you know, you, you go out there the small little parish, they probably only see 50 people at mass.
1: Yeah. So if we have 50 people, it might I I'd hate to say it, but I don't know if this is where you're going to and I'll just cut to it. But we we shouldn't even have mass. Because then it's like, what do you do? Let the fifty people in, right. or do you sit there and say, who feels like you've sinned the most and need God more? Yeah, or or who's bringing the heaviest envelopes? W- like, welcome
0: to my nightmare. <laughs> this is this is officially something I have to figure out. Along, obviously, what was Well, the parish, why do you have to figure it out w- with the parish? But like,
1: isn't that a more of a a GLT kind of figuring out. No, today?
0: no. So, so Bishop Bishop put out a letter. So, oh, no, and here we go. Saying. This is about to be. Uh, this is about to be public too. So, uh, it's going to go up. Um,
1: before this comes up, before, before this comes out, it'll come
0: up tomorrow or or, uh, or whatever. Here, um, he says, during phase two, you'll be allowed to gather for Eucharistic liturgy, funerals, marriage, baptisms, first communions, confirmations, and... Uh, provided no more than 50 people, including the celebrant and assistants, are in attendance. In the Diocese of Las Vegas, Phase 2 will commence on Saturday, June June 6th, uh, the Vigil of Trinity Sunday. So, and then the the people that come to those, the 50 people, uh, Bishop says that's entirely up to the pastor how that actually happens. So, so we got to figure out at our parish... Where we normally have nine hundred to a thousand people per mass, how we're going to work out only fifty people showing up, So and which means really only you know forty people showing up when you talk about you know um, altar servers, uh, extraordinary ministers, uh, musicians, the guy running the the live stream. So so really no. we're going to have forty spots.
1: Yes. <laughs> no. This is here. First of all, the fact that GLT is not saying anything, is kind of sounds like, hey, uh, this is the rule from the governor. Have fun with Thunderdome. Bye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And my, my problem, is also, the, the movie theaters, this is my issue, okay, the movie theaters are allowed at 50% capacity.
1: Yes. Th- these should be 50% capacity. Is it like – I understand – Classes or pro um, life group or rosary makers, cut that down. Right, absolutely. Fifty people minimum or maximum. But liturgy, like, y- and heck, y- we should. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But heck, we should have been able to in in this phase one. You know, for the last few weeks, we should have been able to have meetings right in person. You know, like church group. What do you call them? Or organization – what do we call Ministries. or Minis- ministries. Yeah. Ministry meetings. Yeah. <laughs> if we have ministry meetings, we could have them now because as long as you're keeping up some social distancing or right. or whatever. But you've got to be effing kidding me that yeah. you can't do 50% capacity.
0: I know. It doesn't make any sense. Because think about it like a, a movie theater seats, what, 300 people or whatever on the big ones? Yeah. A- it, yeah. They can get 150 people in there, and and here's here's the crap that uh um, Cicillac, This is where Cisalack doesn't make any sense. Like I understand some of the good stuff that he has done, but this just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like so here's his whole here's his whole reasoning on um, houses of worship, right? Oh, he's he
1: going into detail. He
0: he does because he doesn't want to get he doesn't want to get. Uh, he already got a letter from the Department of Justice saying that he's been treating um, uh, faith organizations unfairly. And so this was his base, basically his response. So, um, so our medical experts, okay. So across the country, we have seen houses of worship becoming hotspots for COVID-19 transmissions. Our medical experts advise that bringing together people from different households in a confined space for extended periods of time greatly increases likelihood of spreading COVID-19. So that's, that's basically his reasoning. But what is a movie theater? (laughs) 300 people. So now 150 people, from different households. How long is Mass? About an hour. How long is your average movie? Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> Add the extras with the, the advertisements and the people gathering early and all those, you know, you're, you're at two and a half hours. So more than twice the time of liturgy, and they get 50% of their um, capacity, and we're sitting at 50 people only. This doesn't make any sense to me.
1: No, here, this is bold. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense because this is one of my biggest problems with this COVID thing is when people use facts and they're, I don't want to say false facts, but the way you use it doesn't make, you got to use the math. Right. You know, where it's like, oh, we can have these four people come over to the house. Well, I don't feel comfortable with these people coming to the house. Because there's four of them. And then I go, yeah, but they're coming from another house that's kind of, what's it called? They've been pretty contained.
0: Right, exactly. They don't
1: go anywhere, really, because A, they're kind of, not lazy butts, but like homebodies anyway. Yeah. So they're not going out. But yet it's okay for the one person to come visit who took two planes to get here.
0: Yes. Yeah, that stuff doesn't make sense. It's the one to
1: four is that math. Mm-hmm. but it's not the fact it's the fact of exposure
0: right right that that one person has been exposed to a bunch of other people whereas the home bodies have never been you know around right. and here's here's the kicker at the end of the uh, at the end of the piece for the uh, places of worship he says um this aligns with our new guidelines on all public and private gatherings as if he's treating you know he's he's adding that line in there to say oh this aligns with everything else you know it's it, we're treating the, the yeah but it fairly. doesn't work that
1: way <laughs> if you're letting movie theaters open up I mean, which I'm glad that they will, but you know, you can't, you can't because you can't do a one size fits all. Right. Because fifty people might be too many for the shopping mall churches. Right. Right.
0: Mesquite, like they can't, they shouldn't have fifty people there. There's, they're they're a small church.
1: Yes. So I think you need like here's my thing. If I had the bishops here, which I don't. even though he's a close personal friend of mine, who who may be able to pick me out of the lineup. (laughs) I would have him talk to Randolph, Bishop Randolph, up in Reno, and then go call up Sisalak and tell him, hey, uh, what do you check on the uh, religion card, you know, Oh, since so Catholic, as far as I know, yeah. <laughs> That's why when he ran against Adam Laxdal, who was Catholic,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: said ah, it doesn't matter who wins; Catholic Church <laughs> wins. <laughs> the Catholics, the Catholics win. I'm good. <laughs> I'll choose yeah. church over political party any day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Bishop is uh, like Bishop is so good. Like he he recognizes state authority. And he's like, I want to work with the governor, even whenever the governor is being stupid, right? Like, like almost like at the parish level, like, you know, you you can, you can work at a parish and whenever your pastor is acting, acting crazy or going through something or whatever, you know, you work with the, within the confines of your pastor. That's, that's a good parishioner, right? The crazy parishioners are the ones who are like, oh, my pastor is so evil and this, that and the other thing. And like you know, and and sure, your pastor's not perfect. You know, he's, he's, he's never going to be perfect. Uh, but he's the pastor you got and he's bringing you the sacraments. And so you kind of, you kind of work in, you, you kind of work along with like grace perfecting nature. You pray for him, you make suggestions where you can, but you don't like, you don't trash him. And that's, that's what I like about Bishop. Bishop is like, He's he's doing that. He's like he's going along with. Okay, this is what Cisselak says. We have a we have a, a future end date, and um, so we're gonna we're gonna do what we can here. And that's well, that's what I do
1: like. Okay, that's all well and good. <laughs> Real quick, two things: a. You're not supposed to trash your pastor, but are you allowed to trash pastors at other churches? Because <laughs> I do that a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you're not. So here's here's the actual. Um, it actually applies to like bishops and pope and the pope more than anything else. But like, uh, I guess assaulting the pope is is or or insulting the pope um, is is not a necessarily a good thing. As or it's permissible only as long as you are not assaulting or insulting because of a church teaching. So oh, for yeah. example. When, yeah.
1: when, when um, Be- Benedict looks like Emperor Palpatine. Right, right, right. That's cool?
0: <laughs> that's cool. But then whenever, like, if you're like, oh, no, you tell the assumption of Mary, you talked about the assumption of Mary, I'm going to go and attack you or whatever. You know, that's 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 not cool. Oh, so, um, All right, cool. Because
1: yeah. I did the Palpatine
0: thing, too. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody did whenever he was first elected. Yeah. yeah. You kinda, My favorite just...
1: thing when um, Francis was elected. It's like, oh, which Star Wars character does this guy look like? (laughs)
0: That's fantastic. Yeah.
1: But, but, okay, real quick. Yeah, all joking aside. Yes, it's easier for me to say, oh, yeah, even though sometimes it might be difficult working with a pastor, any pastor, maybe ours at times, (laughs) who I do love and adore. Of course, right. But if I did go to certain churches that you may know which churches I'm talking about, but our audience will not. I don't think I could have that frame of mind.
0: Right, it's a lot harder.
1: And I don't know how involved I'd be. Right. Or if it's one of those things where I work with you, I'd be like, "Hey, guess what? I don't do anything outside this office."
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking Ooh. at e- I'm looking at Eventbrite. So I'm looking yes. at Eventbrite for um, for scheduling masses and allowing the 50 people or whatever and. Um, And I'm going to try to encourage people to say if they got to go to mass this weekend, don't go the following weekend. You know, just try to try to get
1: one. Oh, yeah, I can help. Well, I'll talk to Lisa, but I I think I can help out. I also guess what I got today at work. I got a cool eye thermometer or whatever. It's some fancy one. Actually, it's only got one button that tells the temperature, but it's one that you don't touch. It has no physical contact.
0: Oh, on the forehead. Yeah, it's temporal? You, you
1: have to be one point one eight inches away. Nice. And yes. zap them. And I did. I used it today at work. Nice. So I guess we got sent. Uh, Pencom paid for that. Awesome. To go there. So. Yeah. May, maybe I might bring that with me if you need to.
0: Oh yeah, we, we yeah we're gonna need those because uh, um, I think that's one of the things that father was gonna want to do is temperature checks, and. Um, we have we have one here at the house because Isaac has therapy, and so every morning before his therapist comes over, I get a I get a call an hour ahead of time, and I have to check everybody's temperature in the house to make sure that nobody has a fever, and then she right. tells me what her temperature is as of the morning, uh, and then they they check it again whenever she shows up, it just his right. temperature whenever she shows up, but but that's uh, that's yeah that's that's like a big thing right now is going to be these um, temporal scanners. Problem is they're not they're not super accurate. Ap- Ac- accurate, but you can tell. Like, if somebody has uh, um, an elevated temperature, you can tell. Like, it's even if you don't have the, the most accurate temperature that you're getting. But yeah, um,
1: we cause... had 97, 8, and 9 at work. Yeah, yeah that's the guy too- who was 99 was the one in the warehouse where it's now getting warm.
0: Uh yeah, Gv was uh, uh even at the hospitals they they're they're not like perfect they were using the temporal scanners and whenever they first started using them Gv was was showing up at work and they said that she had a temperature her temperature was uh 96 or 95 and she's like so I'm dead
1: <laughs> or <Yeah>. I'm septic <laughs> I'm like,
0: yeah that's the that's not a, totally accurate there but it is uh you know it's 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 a good base like if somebody's super hot you'll be able to tell
1: yeah if it's 103 that's when we worry. right All right Yeah, what was it when I went to the hospice to see dad? Um, it was right, no, it wasn't right in the beginning, but it was still in March, the end of March, and we weren't able to see him in the hospital. So when he finally got there, but they still checked your temperature to get in and they scanned and they did mine and I was a hundred. And I was like, how could it be a hundred? I've been checking it every day because that's not too long after I started getting better from my cold. Right or from my pneumonia, yeah, and, or my COVID. I don't <laughs> over know.
0: your COVID. probably COVID.
1: Yeah, I know. I want to do the antibody test, but I don't want to pay for it just to know that I had it. Right. Because I don't know what the point of getting the antibody test if they're not going to take my blood to make a a you know.
0: A- well, you could potentially be a, a plasma donor if if you um, have the antibodies. So that that's an advantage.
1: Oh, okay, well that makes sense. But it's almost like well what's it gonna do other than say yep you got it so don't worry because it's probably gonna you're probably gonna fight it
0: yeah and
1: then then you hear Lisa go yeah but there's those two sailors who got it again
0: exactly like,
1: oh. yeah and then I'm like yeah but is it two people because if it's two people out of like a million right Then, then I don't really think I'm gonna get it if only right. two people got it again. That's the problem with all this stuff too, because the only things that make news are the, are the, abnormal things.
0: Right, right. The terrible stuff.
1: Yeah, and then then people think, oh, there was a fourteen year old girl who died. Right. That means my fourteen year old didn't die.
0: Exactly. And I'm like, how yeah. many
1: fourteen year olds died?
0: One. One. Right. Yeah, that's I that's another problem with the twenty four hour news cycle, but yeah, because that's,
1: that's, that's, that's the whole. That's gonna kill us.
0: We we gotta stop this.
1: It's really terrible because it's it's also the way things are worded. Because I was complaining, I was saying that today. You know, um, what's it called? Uh, When when the L.A. Times was saying on how you know this back in the you know back in the day months ago when when the, (laughs) the L.A. Times is like the death count in LA county soars to 600 and i'm like 600 we should be celebrating that it's so low
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: you right. know but they're either trying to sell papers or it's more the liberal slant where right. you know where i think they you know some of these people are trying to do that stuff maybe to make the president look worse Right, because he does a good job of making himself look bad.
0: I know you <laughs> don't have to. You don't have to make him look bad. He's doing. He's you doing know, that quite fine.
1: <laughs> but, but when you write something like soars and I was pointing that out to Lori at work, you know, I'm like, here's the deal. If you told me, you know, she tells me every so often how well the stock market does and stuff, you know, because we're always looking at our retirements, and so she'll be like, oh, you know, it went up, you know, it. Ro- You know, I don't know how many, 400 points or something or something like that. But then she would read something and it says stock market rises 400 points. And I'm like, see, that's like, that's straight news. Right. There's no slant to it because all I know is it was zero and now it's a 400 or 400, 800. You know what I mean? So wherever the baseline is, it is now 400 points higher. But. I don't know a lot about the stock market, so is 400 points good, 400 points bad? I don't know. But if you wrote stock market soars to 400 points, I'd be like, hell yeah, look at all that money. Stock market's doing great. But if you wrote stock market staggers to 400 points, right. I'm thinking, oh man, oh,
0: no, look how be hard 800 it was points. to get.
1: <laughs> look how hard it was to get there. <laughs> it's the wording you use.
0: Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of tactics in that stuff too, like like whenever they want to emphasize one side over the other, they'll talk in generalities for one side, to talk about that side, and then they'll use a specific case, like they'll even take quotes out from a specific person. So and so had this to say uh versus the other side. And the GOP says that, that you know, they'll they'll don't make it super generic and that's that's my problem with like the media has just become a political tool it's yeah. it's trash it's it's so upsetting that it's not it's not journalism anymore
1: right yeah. yeah the other side refused to comment
0: right or yep. we did
1: not receive you know we didn't get a yes. comment from the other side yep. and then i found out from um a friend of ours who said she worked for a news station and she's like we didn't even call that guy <laughs>
0: exactly right yeah it's terrible it's just you know it's just like how could we how can we run campaign ads for the rest of you know how can we slant every item of news to a campaign ad like even gv she comes home like whenever after trump did that whole um churches are essential businesses or whatever uh she comes home and she says did you did you hear that the president is trying to force all the churches to open up this is such a terrible idea i'm like You've been watching way too much CNN, because that's not what happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Anytime <laughs> I heard that stuff, like when uh, Georgia opened up before everybody else. Right. And they're like, I can't believe they're forcing all these restaurants to open. Some of these guys, you know, don't feel safe. and I'm like, I don't think they're actually putting a gun to these guys' <laughs> no, heads. Exactly. Just because you're letting them open.
0: <laughs> yeah. You like, know. It- even even after that, it was like so. We got ready. We're like, okay, so so we have the go ahead from the president. We know our governor We're gonna follow the governor because you know it's bad relations either way if we didn't follow the governor. Yeah, but, are you
1: allowed to to if if the president makes a decree or the governor? Do the governors kind of get stuck there, or do they say, hey, it doesn't matter what he says?
0: Uh, the governors are going to do whatever the governors want to do. They, they're going to – right now they're doing – it doesn't matter what he says, especially like if they're on the opposite political party. They're going to do it. It doesn't matter what he says. But um, the department – the big deal was the Department of Justice started calling up governors. That was the, the big issue uh, where the Department of Justice uh, – well, anyway, calling up governors on behalf of churches anyway because the Department of Justice starts calling up people and saying, um, hey – you're not treating um, churches the same as you are treating a restaurant or uh, other businesses. businesses. Exactly. And so um, they're, they're getting unfair treatment. And so you need to correct your behavior or else there's going to be an issue here. Um, and that's whatever governors kind of respond. But, but other than that, like the governors are going to basically do whatever the governors want to do.
1: Yeah, but I, and here's my thing. I understand what GLT is doing. He's being simpatico with the governor and saying, I'm going to follow your rules and this is the thing. But what I'm saying is, that's what he says on paper. And if we had press conferences with the bishop for Catholic News, for Diocese of Las Vegas uh, News Network, then I would say that's fine. I'm all for that. But what I want to say is, hey, listen here, do this in the background and get on the damn phone and say, here's the deal. You can't just pull this bull 50 people in a church thing when right. we have churches that can fit 2,000 people. Exactly. Make it 1,000. Because I don't know how many, if you've ever gone to Mass at the shrine. Right. But even when it's pretty full, it's still pretty empty.
0: Right. It's a it's a big place. It holds 2,000 people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if you go to Mass there on a Sunday, how many right. people are there?
0: Yeah. For an Probably hour. Probably 1,000.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, if that, yeah. So.
1: And it's empty, Bill. Yep. You know, so this should be a 50% capacity rule or something.
0: Yeah, or at least 25%, something because like that. Because
1: his, his, that's the thing, what I said about the, 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 the facts. His facts are correct, Cislac's facts are correct, but they're wrong or they, the math doesn't work. If you're using the other things, like you're saying, movie theaters should be open. They should be at 50% capacity, yep. you know? And right now, the way movie theaters are with those big recliners and stuff, you practically have social distancing anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. If
1: you go with a date, you're already six feet away from somebody.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> with, the, with the nice fancy chairs, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I understand that. So at church, it's easy to spread it all out. 50 people is stupid. It's going to look almost empty. It's almost the same as it is before. You know? And uh, so, I mean, it's just irritating to to just use an arbitrary number. Like you said, right. Our Lady of Guadalupe is not going to – 50 people, they don't even bring in 50 people.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, but should they only bring in 25
0: I don't know. You and know what? That I mean? might actually make more sense for them, just depending on what the cost is for the building. Yeah.
1: Maybe they should. Well, okay. Let's say they're they fifty is their capacity. Should yeah. they only bring in twenty five? Because if they bring in forty, they're like, hey, man, it's fifty. We're good. But right. Yet they have you know eighty percent of their capacity.
0: Well, if you try to play it off of like what he talked about with the um, like the gyms, because the gyms are at fifty percent capacity. But then he talks about if a smaller gym or studio can only accommodate 10 people or less, they may also do it. They can actually have the 10 people if they can keep the social distance requirement of six feet between individuals or whatever. Um, but if they can't, they're they're re- asked to um, lower their occupancy or whatever, the people that are allowed to be in. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he, he kind of built that, like, if the churches were to look at that and say, okay, well, I'll follow this thing here. Follow because- the gym rule. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But the rest of the gyms, 50%.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that but still fifty percent is better than a set number. If right. they said all gyms should have twenty people and then you have that giant Las Vegas Athletic Club on Eastern. Yep. You know, but Mike Tyson like, works out. You're like, oh well there's a second floor we can still put people at. But yep. if you're at the little gold's gym or something down the street, well well that's only gonna have fifty people.
0: Right. Yeah, and the if you're at the Curves.
1: Yes. Yeah, the fitness nineteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's only to hold a handful of people.
0: Right. Exactly. Yep. It's that's just a, no, but problem. that that
1: needs to be put in there because yeah, and and here's the other thing too is, and I don't want to sound dumb here or, or you know crass or whatever, but the spread of the virus is really not as important as certain people getting infected with the virus. Right. And the, that's my bigger thing, too, because if you look, you know, and the thing they don't show, they never show the numbers of who's dying.
0: Right.
1: And I looked up on the Georgia website for the health, the, what's it called, their health district, and they, I was able to find, you know, you got to do some digging to find deaths because they always right. show infected. And mm-hmm. if you notice, if you're like 35, you five, you're in the... Big hunk of people infected, twenties, thirties, maybe early forties. All those guys do, you know why? Because they're the ones going around and doing things.
0: Right, we're we're in contact with people constantly.
1: And but if you look at the deaths, it's so much smaller. So I even checked what's it called. Uh, So I just checked it, and I didn't do all the the numbers, but I counted everybody who's ninety years old and over because it says ninety plus. But it was like twelve percent of the total were ninety plus of the deaths. 12 percent wow and two percent of the total deaths were under 40 and not that i want 80 year olds to die but
0: but they they, already they already have other other health issues like they're they're advanced in age their body can't take that kind of an infection um yeah yeah they're gonna die
1: of a cold anyway
0: i don't want (laughs) to say it like that
1: you know what (laughs) i mean though that's that's like right. when you're you once you're a certain age and you break your hip, you might as right. well start calling up the funeral home.
0: And so that's that's the thing that is a little scary because that uh, like a lot of old people do go to church.
1: That's so, that's where I'm. This long thing about Georgia is leading to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and that, that is that that is the issue. And you know what? Honestly, like there's a lot of people um, who who send me messages saying that I'm so glad we have the live stream. I don't, uh, you know, I'm glad we haven't opened up yet. I'm scared to go because I'm such and such years old, and I have this this uh, medical issue or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that person should not show up. Like even even on June 6th, whenever we open up for masses or whatever, uh, if if there's an, an Eventbrite or something to sign up. People of that age, or people that have um, uh, various other health factors, they shouldn't sign up. Don't sign up to go to mass. Just, I mean, the dispensation is going to be there. There, like, clearly, like, it's not official yet. But come on, like, if only fifty people are allowed to go to mass, bishop still has to offer the dispensation. There's yeah, no, pastor, yeah. unless he expects the par- the the pastors to do forty masses a weekend or something like that. You know.
1: Yeah. Plus, if I was that old, I'd say hey, screw your dispensation. <laughs> Uh Yeah, probably. I don't need to do this.
0: At 80 years old, you're like, I've lived my life. Or again.
1: Yeah, there's two ways to look at it. One is I'm not scared of missing church. You know, I already fought World War II. So (laughs) I'm going to stay home if I want to stay home. Then the other way to look at it is, hey, I fought in World War II. I'm going to go to church. I don't care what you say.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's more the issue that we're going to run into is like – so the people – so here, here's the thing. So here's what I've learned watching other dioceses. Like uh, a lot of people that are up at that 25% or allowed to have that many – like 300 people at mass or whatever, they're not seeing their masses packed because people are scared. And a lot of old people go to masses, so, so they're not going to go. Um, so so – Who does go are going to be those people who aren't scared. Um, But the issue is going to be here is going to be that if, if I have a max capacity at 50 people per mass and somebody doesn't get their ticket or whatever and then they just show up. You know, and they're like, "Well, the the governor says that I can that I can come in, and I and I demand the sacraments." You know, as if like their their communion, the last time they received communion, their their experience, their relationship with Jesus expired because their communion doesn't last this long or something. You 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 see what I'm saying? Like, um, and I'm going to end up with with like a handful of really irate people. Like emails that I'm already starting to get of people like. You know, this is uh this is not fair, you can't withhold the sacraments and all of this all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, guys, your your communion has not expired. Like it's not it's not as if like your relationship with Jesus has ended because you haven't gone to mass or haven't been able to go to mass because of this crazy situation that we're in. No, and but you, you also go gotta
1: ahead. look at it from their point of view. It's it's you gotta look at it at a human level, not a spiritual level like that, because I get communion every week. Right. Regularly, twice a week. Oh, sorry, that's our day's night. I travel on this train regularly, twice a week. So I suppose I have some rights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I get it regularly. This is the way it works. Because if I don't get it get it by Sunday night, it wears off. Because right. this is the way I think. Because the thing, too, is we give communion at every Mass. You know, back mm-hmm. in the day, they weren't able to do it all the ways. Right. You know stuff like that. You could right. Japan
0: it? went 200 years without receiving communion in there for the Catholics.
1: At all night. Not, not for even 200 like, years. Not even like some little cave stuff.
0: There might have been some pockets, but there's no. Like there was they were literally hunting Catholic priests and putting them to death.
1: Oh, well then I wouldn't gone there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but there were still Catholics. Yeah.
1: Well, so that's the deal. So something like that. Yeah. I understand that whole thing and I understand that it's like, hey, you know, uh it's not going to wear off, but you, you, are thinking on, you got to think on the human level. You know? Yeah. But
0: the human, but it's, it's, it's wrong. Like it's in, like, so if you were to like, this Maybe is going to be it's a placebo. crass. But <laughs> well, this is going to be a crass analogy, but if I can't make it here that I can't make it anywhere. So, um... Long walls. <laughs> exactly. So, so whenever, whenever you receive the Eucharist, it's a renewal of your covenantal relationship with Christ. That's what the Eucharist is. It's a renewal of your baptismal promises. It's a renewal of the covenant that was made of being in Christ, right? And it's it's a if you take it uh, like in the sacrament of marriage, the um, the conjugal act is a renewal of your of your vows. Like, but yeah. if you were. <laughs> but if for whatever reason like your spouse is ill or um or it's it's not prudent for for you to, to have sex in, at the at the time or whatever it's it's not as if your relationship with your spouse isn't you see what I'm saying like it, your your relationship with Jesus isn't done just because you can't receive receive the sacraments right now just as if like your relationship with your spouse wouldn't have been ended <laughs> if you if You can't have that conjugal union, you know? Yeah, like,
1: and usually during the conjugal union, you have a relationship with Jesus because she says, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, um, but you see what I'm saying? Like people uh, people treat the Eucharist uh, – can, can you imagine what a marriage would look like if it was only about the sex and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get my sex once a week and that's regularly that's, <laughs> regularly, <laughs> and that's my marriage and then all of a sudden i don't get the sex and then therefore uh, the my marriage is you you can't do this to me this is uh this is unfair yeah you know, i have a right to myself well i mean there is such thing as a conjugal right but it's it's a mutual right so uh i so we are
1: not endorsing rape No, we're not endorsing.
0: Speaking of which, John Paul II did say that it is possible to rape your spouse, and don't do that because obviously, you know, you it's it's supposed to be a mutual kind of self self gift. But uh, um, anyway, side note. But you, you see what I'm saying? Like that's that's how people are treating are treating Jesus. It's as if like they're just they're just taking Jesus and and saying that this this is mine and it belongs to me. You know that's 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 tantamount to rape in a given relationship um man this this is this analogy is stretching it but
1: yeah but but real the, quick but, the uh the, the um views spoken here do not reflect <laughs> the diocese of las vegas oh the yeah Catholic church or anyone's in our household
0: <laughs> exactly this is just this is just an analogy that runs in my head and it's it's imperfect but there's there's parallels there because it is the conjugal union is the renewal of the vows of the covenant that you made and the eucharist receiving the eucharist is the renewal of the covenant that you've made it's it's the it's the great intimacy with Christ um in fact like even the ancient architects they they when they build altars they have those those posts and the um uh the um Oh man, I can't even think of the name of it. But they, uh, the, but they look like little curtains coming down from the top um, to make it look like a uh, a marriage bed. Like it's mm. it's literally supposed to look like a marriage bed. In, in like the um, canopy. Yeah, canopy. That's the word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah. Um, um, um,
1: sunrise, sunset.
0: Sunrise, sunset.
1: It's a, oh man, you keep going. I'll explain tonight. <laughs>
0: Well, no, I lost my train. I don't know. Oh,
1: <laughs> what's it called? Sunrise Sunset is the song in um, Fiddler on the Roof when the the daughter gets married, and Fiddler on the Roof is a very Jewish musical, and when they're getting married, they get married under a canopy, so you have to. Uh, what's it called? That's that's part of the way you 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 need to have a canopy to get married under, and. The second daughter and the guy, she's looking at Starsky. You know, they're looking at each other. And there's they're doing the thing with, like, is there a canopy in store for me? Is the line showing, are I going to get married soon? Right. So that's why I was, you know.
0: Yeah. And that's. that's so and what you were
1: saying, that's why, why it came to my head real fast. Because of my love of musical theater.
0: But yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be my, my primary issue, is people who um, treat the sacraments as as if they're entitled and as, as if it's not um, the gratuitous gift of God. Like God didn't have to give us the Eucharist, and um, He gives it to us as an abundance of desire to be with us. Um, you know, it's just it just bothers me whenever people are like. I need my I need my sacraments now, or else like you're a bad church, or oh. you're you're a bad priest, or this is a bad bishop.
1: Well, th- th- okay, that that's a little different, but there are people, maybe some in your house, who say, "Hey, I need my sacraments now. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah. me some Jesus."
0: Right, All right, but. Well, if if your relationship with Jesus doesn't doesn't go beyond the sacraments, then you're you're eating unto death. You know that's that's what St. Yeah, Paul yeah, talked there's, about.
1: There's, uh, I understand, but you can sit there and say, yeah, "I need my nails done." You don't exactly. need your nails
0: done. You don't need your nails done. But, GV but is really excited that now she can get her nails done.
1: Yeah, and someday <laughs> she'll be able to get Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Unless you've been sneaking or so.
0: No, no. Really, uh, we, you suck. Yeah, I do suck. I know. I was
1: going to say, you go to church how often? You get yeah. a pick.
0: No, no, I not We're we're in solidarity for the most part. Like Sunday liturgies, especially, I'm at home. Like that's that's I've I've received I receive the Eucharist on a few weekday masses whenever I'm able to get into the office early enough to do it. I
1: don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <coughs> right. I would have broke all the rules for my wife.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's a, It's just a. A, a value of of solidarity, like there's a real hunger, there's a real thirst, and that's that's valuable to have too. Yeah,
1: no, I guess so. that's why I grew my beard out.
0: You grew your beard out because you want Jesus?
1: No, I grew it out for solidarity with the people oh. who couldn't get their haircuts.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. You know, I thought it was like the whole beard and beard. You know, so no, I didn't Jesus need it. had. I needed that. It. Well.
1: Yeah, that's why I did. <laughs> I did it for forty days. Yeah, uh, exactly. So I said, that's good enough. Jesus didn't go 41 days. I don't need to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, but, you know, I understand people people are going to be jerks. And they're always going to have that. And that's the problem is then they're at church. And then there's the person who sees that one person out of 10,000 and goes, and goes, oh, look at that jerk who's Catholic. Guess all Catholics are jerks
0: they're not far off you know we are jerks that's that's how we know we need a savior you know
1: yeah that's, but you know what i mean yeah <laughs> but the point is you're gonna have to do something like blast with the emails right. or put signs out in the parking lot it's when gonna you're be driving up. yep you know and then what i would say is maybe you have a online uh uh what's it called a sta- standby line
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I saw a church in in Texas was doing a standby line. So people that wanted to show up um, would would show up and they would wait in this like out, I guess outside and lined up or whatever. And then if people didn't show up, then they would be able to come in and take those spots. Yeah, we
1: have forty eight people. It's like hey, two.
0: Exactly right. <laughs> I'm a single writer. I'm a single. single are right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you fit me in the corner?
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Now that I'm looking at it, we could throw in a couple extra masses. These priests have only been doing one a week, so.
0: No, they've been doing, no, canonically, they have to do all the masses still. Well, because we
1: need to do one at 5, 1 at 5.30? Yes.
0: or not necessarily at the particular time, but they still have to do all those masses, the six masses for the weekend, because we um, we have intentions for those masses. Oh, so people. Exactly. All
1: in one you can't do
0: that. That canonically, you're not allowed to.
1: Oh, that's dumb.
0: <laughs> so if if somebody if, if somebody has how far has out their, do you book those things? A year in advance. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So so like our priests are still like even though yeah. even though you're not seeing them, they're doing six masses a weekend. And, <laughs> or, I'm and, just
1: saying, you got three guys just sitting there for on TV.
0: Right. Yeah, no, they're they're still doing their thing. Like, oh. obviously, there's not as much because they can't get into the hospitals. Um, the office itself is not allowed. To, uh, is not allowed to have you know. No, no. Nah, nah, I mean, I traffic. get that. I was just pointing
1: out. I thought they were only doing one mass a week. Well, mm-hmm. I know they're doing like daily mass or something, but
0: right. Nope. If whoever's on the live stream, there's somebody um, doing a, a doing another mass in their own chapel. So or, there's
1: somebody doing it at seven thirty.
0: I don't know if that's 7.30. It's going to be whatever time, but they, well, they do split up. Well, we have 7.30 mass. Well, right. But they, they can take the, – the attention doesn't, isn't tied to the time. The attention is tied to the mass for the day. So because it's that attention – mass. Yeah, we, I mean, maybe maybe Father Vic does it at 7.30. I don't know. Well, <laughs> you
1: know? I'm just saying. <laughs> but they got to do it. Se- we have a 7.30 mass. We have a 9.30 mass. We have a 11.30 mass and a 5 yep. o'clock mass. So yep. they got to do four of them.
0: They got to do six because of the Saturday ones.
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they got to do six in the weekend. (laughs) And if you've noticed, like the, the 930 mass that's done as live stream, a lot of times the intention is for the parish community. So it's not even the canonical one that somebody requested. It's an extra mass intention. And so the priests are doing two masses each because there's three priests three three priests right now plus all three of them are doing the the um the 9:30 mass. So they're all doing three masses a weekend.
1: I don't see why you can't <laughs> throw those together.
0: <laughs> or well, why not just postpone? You can't.
1: can't you just postpone it?
0: No, you can't because we accept because uh, people make donations with that. And so that's like, you I, 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 you either you refund the donation.
1: Or no, they you, picked those dates because they were going to go to church. Now they can't go to church. <laughs> so you might as well postpone it to when they can. And yeah, everybody gets knocked of, back two months. Try to think of every
0: loophole. See, this is, this is why you would have made a bad priest. You try to think of every loophole. Okay, out of- real
1: quick, I would have made a great <laughs> priest. <laughs> yeah. You don't think people would be flooding to hear my holidays? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there would be a lot of swearing in those homilies.
1: Not always. <laughs> After a couple of years of working out. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it Anthony? Anthony's priest he said, "Oh, I can see Neil as a priest. Hey, you listen to the gospel, just do that." <laughs> <laughs>
0: so legit one of the shortest homilies i ever heard was by a priest named father bill in colorado springs he's now he's now deceased he was a wonderful man but his um i can't remember uh which i'm pretty confident um no i don't want to say this because i'll probably get it wrong but he he reads the gospel and it, it was um i it was matthew's gospel that i'm for sure of and then he goes to to give the homily and he just says wouldn't it be great if we could live like that and then he's and then he sits down for three minutes of silence and gets up and does the creed. I'm like that's not like super appropriate all the time, but it worked in that particular setting
1: yeah well, if he doesn't do it every week
0: no, no, you should give a homily. you should never admit the homily if, if, if unless for grave reason, but um
1: sometimes yeah. you just gotta drop that mic
0: yeah, or let Jesus drop the mic, yeah, well, oh, oh.
1: Speaking of homilies, um, I know a guy who's doing a homily and he's talking about faith that we use as a noun.
0: Oh, yes. He texted me. <laughs> Did he ask for you a sentence for, a noun or for the faith as a verb? Yes. What'd you give him?
1: I said, I didn't know it could be a verb. I got to think about this.
0: Yeah, it's t- it technically can be a verb, but because of the old English usage of the of the word, um, but not but in our common vernacular, like it sounds weird. You could like you can technically I f- say "I faith Jesus" or "I faith God" or "I'm faithing in Jesus" right now. That sounds um, like
1: when you don't you don't understand the language that well, right. and you use all exactly. <laughs> all the words wrong. I faith you. Exactly exactly but cuz uh, the,
0: cuz the um is in the scriptural context the word the word faith is a verb in scripture because it's especially if you're looking in the old testament because the hebrew connotation of faith was um was an action it was faithfulness it was doing something it, ha- it any the faith is mentioned which is which is why like whenever you get that whole protestant faith alone thing it doesn't work because Faith alone is not only explicitly not scripture, but it's also implicitly not scripture in all of the uses of the term faith, especially in the Old Testament. Because when they talked about when they talked about faith in the Old Testament, it was always tied to what you did. It was always tied to your actions. Like, look um, at
1: that guy help out the needy. He has such good faith.
0: Right. Right. He's and faithing.
1: You, he's faithing really well.
0: Yeah, and if you <laughs> failed to follow the law, you you weren't you didn't have faith. That was you weren't keeping uh, faith. He's you know? not
1: faith in well.
0: Nope, exactly. And so and so that's where that's where that connotation comes yeah, from, and that's good. where the language would work, but it doesn't work in our modern language. So I don't know what he's gonna do, but um, yeah. you should
1: uh, yeah. write to him. All right, I did. I... Oh, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll write to him and say everything David just said. <laughs> Plus, listen to Among Wolves.
0: <laughs> listen to the latest episode of Among Wolves and you'll have your homily. It's
1: yeah. right. <laughs> Plus, when you do it, you need to go like, so I was listening to my favorite podcast, Among Wolves.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice, Father. If you just want to just want to toss that in there. <laughs> Although we might scandalize some of his parishioners.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, well, that's a, yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: I did talk about sex and the Eucharist in the same kind of uh, uh, connotation in this particular episode. So. You know what's good is it
1: was you. <laughs> yeah, I know,
0: right? Who knew? Um, Who
1: knew? Among Walls is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Yay.
0: See? If you would like to be a guest on our show, slide into our DMs. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> and let us know That you have something to talk about, and we will definitely talk with you. Especially if
1: you're a friend of ours that we already know,
0: (laughs) because we know you,
1: (laughs) Terry Love. We're talking to you. (laughs) We're talking
0: to you, Terry, uh, our number one fan.
1: (laughs) All right, fold. um, You know, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook. Among Wolves Podcast. Uh, We're the best uh, podcast about wolves. There, they have. (laughs) (laughs)
0: hey uh call rate us rate us on whatever medium you use to get your podcast let us know how we're doing leave a comment um
1: yeah we need some stars we We have we are averaging five stars but i think we only have six or so yeah
0: i think so i'll have to double check the the numbers but yeah um yeah so so rate us on uh on itunes and um uh slide into our dms let us know what you guys want to talk about uh
1: Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you yeah. do like.
0: Yeah. Hashtag join the fold.
1: All right. Yeah. Hashtag join the fold. Um, um, and um, this episode should air soon. I like how you hear that because if you're listening to it, I already is. But, you know, and we'll have a Superman episode coming up on some yes, comic we do. books.
0: Yep.
1: And Neil's Corner expand, or uh, comic Corner Expanded. Yep. Yeah. I read an Aquaman issue today.
0: I saw that on Facebook.
1: Yeah, I did it while you were, while I was waiting for you to come online.